Has this ever happened to you before? You walk into a room and you think, ugh, this room, it has such bad energy. Or you meet a person and you think, oh, this person has such negative energy. Well, what do you do about that? You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. I used to be one of those people who identified as being an empath. I would feel other people's energies and I would absorb them. If I was around you and you were in a bad mood, I would also be in a bad mood. And then I'd carry that with me all day. And I would say something like, oh, I just feel so, so low, so such low energy now because I was around so-and-so and they just had really negative energy and oh, I need to, I need to do something about this. I need to clear my energy. I used to be the kind of person who would say things like that, who would talk like that. I, you know, went through this period of my life where I wouldn't hug people because I could feel their energy and sometimes it just felt really icky and I didn't want hugs because I could feel them. And, um, and and I went about my life thinking that and thinking, you know, and also feeling there was something special in that, that I was special. I was an empath. I would feel things so deeply and I'd feel other people's stuff. I'd take it on, I'd absorb it. And, uh, and now I think quite differently. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, some of you might not agree with what I'm going to say in this episode, and I'm totally okay with that. This might push up on some people's beliefs, and I'm also totally okay with that. And I'm going to speak from my experience, so I hope you will be totally okay with that. Now, when I went for my NLP practitioner training, we were introduced to this concept of perception is projection. Now, I had kind of heard that term before. I didn't really get what it meant, but I had heard it and kind of thought I knew what it meant. I had no clue what it actually meant. So perception is projection is a very big concept in the NLP world and in hypnosis. And what it means is that I can't perceive anything that's not me. So you take in the world, you take in your experience through your five senses, through sight, sound, smells, taste, touch. That's how we interpret our world. That's the only way we can, information can come in is through those senses. And we take all that information and your unconscious mind absorbs about or takes in about 11 million bits of information per second. Now there's some variance on that. Some people say it's more, some people say it's less. In our trainings, we say 11 million because that sort of fits right in the middle. So you take in all this information and what do you do with it? What do you do with it? You delete it, you distort it, you generalize it. So you'll delete anything that's not not important to you. Anything that doesn't sort of fit your frame of reference, your model of the world, what you're focusing on, you'll just delete it. You will distort things. So if you experience something that's unlike what you've experienced before, you'll distort it to make sense of it into something that you have experienced before. And you'll generalize. So generalizing is it's how humans don't have to learn the same things over and over. At some point in your life, Early, early in your life, pre-language, you didn't know what a chair was. And then through repetition and asking questions, 
in your early years probably sounded something like, what's that, what's that, what's that? And someone would tell you it's a chair. And very quickly, you learned what a chair was and you learned that it doesn't really matter if that chair is a wooden chair, a plastic chair, if it's a, an upholstered chair, you know what a chair is. So and after that point, you had the label, you could generalize anything that's a chair under the label of chair. And then maybe one day you pointed to a table and you said chair, and someone said, no, that's a table. Now you had a whole new label. So once you have these labels, you don't have to relearn the same thing over and over again. That's a very unique thing, very unique component of the human mind. So we delete, we distort, we generalize information. And you take that 11 million bits, and once you're done deleting, generalizing, and distorting, you have about 126 bits of information left. Now, again, there's some variance on that. Some people say it's more, some less. We're going to say 126 bits. Now, you decide what you delete, how you distort, how you generalize through our internal filters. We filter this information through our values, our belief system, our attitudes about things, through our language, our memories, our metaprograms, which are deeply, deeply unconscious filters that govern our behavior. We filter that information and we end up with 126 bits of information, which will break into groups or chunks of about seven, plus or minus two. Some people chunk information in groups of five, some in nine. And you create out of that an internal representation, which is NLP jargon for the, the picture, the representation you hold in your mind of that thing, whatever that external event was. Now, here's where this is important. That internal representation determines how you feel, your state, your emotional state, your physiology, your body responds to every thought you think. In fact, the instant you have a thought, it's in every cell of your body. So your physiology changes the moment you have a thought. The instant, the instant before you can even consciously realize that your body has responded to your thought, it's already responded. It's that fast. And this comes out in our behavior, how we do things, what we do every day. Now, here's where this comes back to this whole talk of energy and empaths. The thing that you react to is the internal representation, not what's actually happening outside of you. Everything you experience gets filtered through your human nervous system. So you can't ever actually experience something that's not you because you're filtering all that through your nervous system, through your neurology. You come up with an internal representation and you respond to that. That's what changes your, your thoughts. That's what dictates your state, how you feel, how you react, your behavior, your physiology, all of that. You're responding to that internal representation. And this is all happening at the unconscious level. So when you walk into a room and you go, oh, this room has negative energy, that energy has to be in you for you to be able to see it. That means if you are around another person and you go, oh, that person, they just, I feel so icky when I'm around them. They have, they have bad energy and now I feel bad because they have bad energy or they're vibrating at a low frequency. So now I am, they brought my energy down. That's triggering something in you, which means that has to be in you. 
Now, sometimes people get upset with this and they go, well, what if that person's just a bad person? And that's totally legit. Sometimes we, you know, there, there are some crappy things that happen out there and there are people do some really crappy things in this world. It's to the extent that you have a negative emotion about it is to the extent that it is a, pro- a projection of you, of yours. Now, I'll give you an example. There, say we have a person who's adamantly against violence. They abhor all violence. They cannot fathom any situation where violence would be acceptable. So anytime they hear about violence, something violent happening in the world, they have this immediate visceral reaction. They get upset about it. They get angry. They talk about it. They get, they fight against violence. They, which sounds like an oxymoron in itself, doesn't it? So they get really worked up about violence and everything has to be anti-violence and they're really against violence. Now let's say that person is a parent. Do you think if someone threatened their child's life or well-being or, or maybe they're not a parent, but they just, they care about someone deeply If someone threatened the life, the well-being of someone they loved, I would put money on them being able to create the behavior of being violent in order to protect their loved one or their child. So it doesn't mean, so their reaction to the the whole anti-violence thing, being very against any violent activity, is a projection of their own their own stuff going on inside. Because until they recognize that they have the potential for violence within themselves, until they're able to make that conscious and to recognize it, they will keep reacting to it through negative emotions and behavior. Now, this is a big topic for today. I wasn't sure how deep I wanted to go into this. So this is a bit of a deeper topic than we normally go into. Now, it doesn't make that person a violent person. It means they have the potential to behave that way. So when we pick up behaviors in other people that we don't like, that we respond to negatively, it's because that has to be within us. We can't respond to anything that's not us. We can't even recognize something that's not in us because all we can ever respond to is what's happening inside our own nervous system, inside that internal representation that we're creating of the world. And all of those internal representations combined, every internal representation you have about every experience, everything that's going on in the world, everything that is, creates your own personal model of the world. So if you see something in someone else that you don't like, a behavior, something they're doing, or maybe their energy, for you to perceive that, it has to be inside of you, or you wouldn't recognize it. Now, on the flip side, when you see something really positive in another person, you think, wow, that person's so charismatic, so funny, such a joy to be around. Wow, I just, I feel so good when I'm around that person. That also has to be in you for you to recognize it. So we project everything all the time. We're constantly projecting our experience to the outer, to the outer world. We're constantly responding to what's actually happening internally within us. Maybe you've had this experience before where you do some inner self work and you change something in yourself and then it's like the people around you change. Now, is it that they really made a change or do you just now perceive them differently? Is your perception of them differently? 
Are you able to pick out 126 different bits of information from the 11 million bits about that person that you picked up before? Something to think about. So how this relates to energy is all you can ever respond to is your own stuff. So here's what I propose for you to think. And if you're someone listening to this who has been one of those people like I used to be, if you're someone who thinks, oh, I'm an empath, I feel everything and and I can't shake it and I walk into a room and it feels negative and then I feel bad too, I want you to consider that that is giving away your own personal power. See, empowerment is about taking personal responsibility for our lives. And we also teach this in our NLP trainings, this principle of cause and effect. So if you're a cause for your life, you create the effects. You are the cause of the effects in your life. You choose how you respond. You choose how you interfere in life. You create results in life. Now, if you're at effect, you have reasons. Reasons why you're not getting the results you want. When you're at effect, you're at the effect of everything around you. You might have heard people say, oh, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. It's their fault. Maybe they say things like, if it wasn't for this economy, if it wasn't for the town I grew up in, if it wasn't for my parents, my spouse, my mortgage, the bills, the government, I could have things the way I want them. That's what being in effect sounds like. If it wasn't for this person's bad energy, I would feel better. If it wasn't for the negative energy in the space, I would feel better. So when we are at the effect of other people's energy, we're giving away our own personal power. Now, when you're at cause, you create the effects in your life. You recognize that, hey, if I have a problem, it's my problem. I'm the only person who can change my problem. Being at cause means that you create results, not reasons why you don't have results, but real results in your life. At cause, I can say, I don't like the energy in this room. I'm going to change that. I don't like how I feel in this moment. I'm going to shift my state. Because when you learn how to do that, you can change your state at any time. When I'm at cause, I realize I'm responsible for my experience that I'm having in any given moment, and I can choose to change that. At cause, I can recognize someone's having a hard time or feeling a negative emotion, and I don't have to take that on. In fact, I can see that in another person and recognize that person feels sad or is feeling down right now or is struggling with something. And at the same time, I can control my state to be in the most resourceful state possible. Now, for those of you who are practitioners, if you're in the healing work, or if you're a coach, or a therapist of some kind, I want you to consider this, that if you get drawn into the other person's negative emotion, how are you actually going to help them? If you're feeling all their pain and suffering as they're feeling it, how are you going to be effective at helping them? It's like the person's stuck in a well and you climb in there with them. How are you going to get them out if you fall in too? Right? You stay above the surface. You stay on solid ground outside the problem and you throw them a rope to help them climb out. That's how you help the person. 
So I used to not get this, and I thought I was such a good person. I was very martyrish about it. I was such a good and special person for feeling all these negative things. And I realize now that that was not effective. That was not effective to help that person, maybe while they're going through a rough situation. It was not effective in taking care of my own body. Negative emotions have a negative energy, have a destructive, um, a destructive effect on the body. They lower the immune system. They lower the body's ability to heal. I used to, during the same period of my life, I was sick all the time. Well, no wonder I was sick all the time. I was carrying around all this toxic, emotional, energetic stuff. And once I started to take responsibility for how I felt, for my energy, for my emotional state, for my body, for my healing, I stopped being sick all the time. Now I recognize if I do get a cold, I can, I can literally go back and see exactly when it started. The moment I let myself be at the effect of someone else's behavior, or I let myself get drawn into some kind of emotional drama, I can see, because I'm human, I like, I like to say I'm perfect, and those things never happen to me, but I'm human, and I fall into that too. Not nearly as often as I used to. And so when I do find myself being an effect, or if I find myself with a cold, a little tickle in the throat, I can look back and go, okay, when did I let, when did I let this happen? And there is always some sort of drama, some sort of issue within the days leading up to it. So for my empathic friends out there, if you are... If you are at the effect of everyone else's feelings all the time, I just want you to recognize that you are giving away your personal power, that you are letting other people control how you feel, how you react, how you respond in life, how you do things. It doesn't mean that you have to be okay with their behavior. I want to make that really clear. It doesn't mean that if someone's being, um, someone's being sort of an a-hole to you, it doesn't mean you have to be accepting of their behavior and ignore it and be all positives and sunshine and butterflies. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can recognize, I don't like that person's behavior. I'm not okay with it. And at the same time, at the same time, not take that on yourself. So there's a little bit of a paradox within that. It's being able to recognize that's a boundary for me and not feeling bad and wallowing in it myself and taking on that negative emotion, the negative energy. And, you know, I used to think I had to protect myself. Here's another thing. I used to think I have to protect myself from people's energy. So I'll put myself in a bubble of white light. Okay, I'll put myself in a, you know, I had someone actually tell me once, no, 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 no. Don't do a bubble, do a waterfall, a waterfall. So I was like, oh, okay, a waterfall is better. I'll do a waterfall. So I'd visualize this waterfall coming over me and protecting me. Well, that would only work as long as I was consciously thinking of it. And then someone else told me, they said, no, 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 no. You have to think of yourself in an egg, a rainbow egg with uh, rainbow stripes all around it. So I was like, oh, okay, that'll work. It's got to be the rainbow egg. Okay, okay, there's the egg. Again, I had to think of it consciously. And or uh, what's the other one I hear of often? An egg? Heard an egg? 
um, oh, someone told me not to do a rainbow, that it needs to be black and white stripes. So now when I look at this from an NLP perspective, knowing what I know now, I realize, okay, so I'd be feeling like, okay, this person is negative energy or this group is negative. There's a negative vibe in here. So I'm going to put myself in this bubble of light. And in the moment I had to focus my mind on this bubble of light or the waterfall or the rainbow or the black and white stripes, who knows? The moment I did that, I shifted my attention to something else. Something that because I believed that would protect me, make me feel better. Oh, guess what it did? It made me feel better. It was shifting my state. I was anchoring positive feelings to that light, that rainbow. It was just a way of shifting my state. It wasn't that putting my, changing my energy, blocking it out. And I also realized, here's the other thing I realized, that as long as I believed there was something to be afraid of with energy and other people, that they have this negative toxic energy or there's something to be afraid of and to guard myself and do all this, as long as I was thinking that, I was giving suggestions to my unconscious mind that there was something to be afraid of, something bad, And when I started to realize that energy is just energy, that I can feel how I want to feel at any given moment, I can raise my own vibration at any moment. If I don't like the energy in a group, I take responsibility for how I feel and I can change the energy in the group. I bring a better energy into the room. So the whole point of all of this, and we've covered a lot of big topics in a very short period of time, and I hope I didn't overwhelm you. What I'm, what I'm suggesting here when we talk about energy, people's feelings, first of all, I believe all humans have the ability to perceive energy. Some people are just more aware of it or in tune to it. We all have that ability. Secondly, we all have the ability to control our own internal state and our feelings. So we don't have to be at the effect of other people's energy. We can change how we feel any moment. That to me is absolute empowerment. So if you want to live the empowered life, what it all comes down to is taking full responsibility for your life. That's full responsibility for your circumstances, for your results in life, for your successes, for your failures, for your health, for your finances, your wealth, your relationships, and your energy, managing your own energy. So if you have any questions on this or any thoughts, I would love to hear them. Please send me a message. You can reach me on Twitter at Terry H Coaching or Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching or on Instagram at Terry Holland. I'd love to hear what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star written review. And uh, if you didn't, um, don't leave a review. (laughs) Just a joke. And I I would love to hear from you. All right. I hope you have a truly fantastic day.